Hobby Lobby and I share the same passions, which are painting models and stealing the antiquities of ancient Babylonia. <laughs> the, the fucking the fucking Nicholas Cage of of the fertile, of the Fertile Crescent, and selling. Patterned ribbons, two for a dollar. <laughs> all, all I really want to do is make this model train set's grass look extra realistic and also hoist the crest of Hammurabi from his chest inside his tomb. I'm just trying to like I have I have this little this little rip in in my uh, vest and I just want to sew it up. But also, I want to see the original Gilgamesh on the way. Turns out, turns out Moon Knight loves macrame. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe in pornography, and that is because I'm an evangelical Christian. That is also why I've spent $83 million trying to purchase this cuneiform pornography slab. <laughs> yeah, this, this naked uh, vestige of, uh, uh, it's, from a, it's from a queen 30,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I just set it up next to like the, you know, the Disney princess balloons in my, <laughs> in my Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Most people believe that Enkidu plowing the actual path of the Euphrates with his gigantic dick is a metaphor. I don't. I see the truth. I, I, I see I, the truth of Gilgamesh as literal. I think Enkidu and Kendrick Lamar, they both have a verse about fucking the world. <laughs> that's, yeah, just the, that's the handshake meme, right? The, like, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Enkidu. Fucking the world. Fucking the world for 72,000 years. <laughs> Yeah, listen. You you made your girl pop eight times in a night, and Cootie made the <laughs> made the Euphrates. <laughs> we are not the same. We're not the same, and that <laughs> is why we are enshrined at a Hobby Lobby near you. <laughs> and that is why I started a reasonably priced hobby store. I'll tell you what. You know what my hobby is is <laughs> plowing Mother Earth. <laughs> All in the name of the Lord. All in the name of the Lord. That's the, why I sell the mountain Lord, foam and wire. The but Lord, you got to be clear because we could be talking about Marduk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he got a lot of different names. Jesus. I, I mean, I, I think Marduk's influence is can be found in the Hebrew Bible, but uh, I don't believe the uh, Hobby Lobby Corporation would agree with me on that. <laughs> Nevertheless, they are doing a fantastic <laughs> job of keeping Marduk's legacy alive. Just a seven-year-old. Somewhere in rural Oklahoma in church praying, Jesus, tell me what you want me to do with my life. And he's like, I want you to sell ugly craft shit so you can steal treasures of the ancient. And he's like, yes, Lord, I see your vision. I, I hear you, Marduk. <laughs> if you, I wrote you, you must liberate me. <laughs> Liberate my treasures. We've turned we've turned Hobby Lobby's founder into some cross of like Moon Knight and Indiana Jones. <laughs> there, dude, there's so many like shitty religious Indiana Joneses who are like, I'm gonna go find Noah's Ark. I'm the guy who's gonna do it. <laughs> like, like that is the lineage of Hobby Lobby. Like that is how they got this idea. There's already this entire industry of guys who are like, I'm I'm gonna be the one who's gonna find the the rock Jesus bled on and the blood's still there. <laughs> I love, I love that there is also that's a telltale sign of something. Like my uncle was a guy who would come in and go, "Hey, you know they found it." Like, he'd just, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah, this guy's cracked, absolutely yeah. cracked. Like my uncle would walk in and go, "Hey, you know Mount Ararat? That's where mm -hmm. the Ark is. Mm -hmm. It's in that's Turkey. They, 
It's yeah, in Turkey, got- but you know who won't let him go? Go find it. The government. That's right. Which of government? Turkey. The, the government. The Turkey. <laughs> the Turkey government. You see, Turkey's trying to join, join the UN. What's that tell you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obama. <laughs> Obama, the European Turk. Obama, the EU, the Turkish government, and Put Steve, my wife's boyfriend. <laughs> all add em all up. in it together. Add them up and you get six, six, six. I had That's a book right. when I was a kid that was like, it was like uh, all the reasons Noah's Ark was real. And then on the last page, it's like, look at this hill in Turkey. See that? Mm-hmm. They won't let us go look and see what that object is, but I bet that's it. And you're supposed to be like, I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one who's going to climb up that mountain illegally and get sniped just to look at a fucking rock. You're the Turkish government. You have 5,000 problems. And the 5,000 is some jackass who's like, hey, I want to go find an ancient, possibly fictional boat. Hey, I heard you got boat area 51. Let me see it. Ancient boat area 51. How do you find it? There'll be exactly two animal skeletons. Everything. What I'd like to do is take 100 Americans and just go dig up a mountain in your country. The Turkish government's like... They don't do. They don't do a hundred. It's one guy at a time. It's oh, like, it's one. The, yeah, <laughs> it's the a guy most, with a shovel. The most famous of these dudes, uh, Ron from Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Is that literally? No, wait, wait, wait. That is literally his name. He's Ron from. Wait, Indiana. wait, wait, wait. His name's Ron. I forget which state he's from, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he just traipsed all around the Middle East, just pointing at shit and saying, "Oh yeah, that's in the Bible. Yep, that's in the Bible. That's in the Bible." <laughs> is he just going around like Wikipediaing? The Middle East, right? Like Jerusalem. Yep, definitely here. Here, source found. Found. Yeah, I mean, this man's just playing fucking Pokemon Snap all throughout the Middle East and just deciding that he has found things. And, and not a professional archaeologist. I forget what his job was. I think he was like a real estate. No, he's a dentist, I believe. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> they got too much money. Yeah, if you want to do, if you just want to do like Ron, the man's name was Ron Wyatt. Uh, mm-hmm. I apologize to the state of Indiana because he was from Madison, Tennessee. So, so two things. One, the Wikipedia pages page just searches for Noah's Ark, not the Noah's Ark page. It searches <laughs> for Noah's Ark is exceptionally long and includes an astronaut. Like this is very complicated. But my my big question is always like, okay, you go find Noah's Ark, then what? The checkmate atheists. <laughs> checkmate. <laughs> yeah. It. Here's my favorite part. Here's my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, we have proved the Bible. We have proved Jesus. We've proved the resurrection. No, the fuck you haven't. You've proved Gilgamesh. <laughs> they wrote that shit first. <laughs> if, yeah. If if all you have to do to prove the existence of God is find an old boat with dead animals on it, like just go Florida. to Key West. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> That's right. The <laughs> blessings abound all throughout the great state of Florida. Yeah, this one's got two dead cats. I think this is Noah's skiff. Listen, okay. man, I, I can go down I can go down to Plaquemine Parish and I can find a John boat loaded with all kinds of dead animals this morning. This all morning. Of, all kinds of weird shit happened here. Two of every kind. Yeah. And I got like, tags for all of them. It's legal. <laughs> <laughs> The Lord and the state of Louisiana Fish Behold. and Wildlife said it was cool. Behold Noah's outboard engine. <laughs> Dude, if they find Noah's Ark and it's got a badass set of twin Evan roots on it. Hell I think, yes. I think in this version, Noah gets drunk, 
before he leaves the boat. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. No, man. Your <laughs> boat is stressful. all of it. <laughs> Drunk during construction <laughs> of the boat. Yeah. Let's <laughs> cruising beer. They're like, woo, dad was drunk. And you're like, listen, one an hour. One, they put 12 in a pack for a reason. Okay. That's one for every hour of the working day. The most boat owner thing about Noah is that he only he only goes for one boat ride. He only does it once. Then he's like, nope, that's it. That's all the boat I need. No. I don't ever want to look at this fucking thing ever again. I'm going to black out in a, in a cave and never think about that shit ever again. Mm-hmm. You take you take Noah to Bass Pro Shops and he goes, oh, you know, 72-month financing. That's where they get you. <laughs> You're going to love it for about a month. Yep. About a month. Yep. Yep. Then your sons, your sons are just going to start laughing at you when you get drunk and naked on it, just like a real boat owner. The real, the real way to curse to curse Ham would have been to be like, "Well, you get the boat now. You're responsible <laughs> oh, no! for the boat." I like this. Let's let's. I, I think we can find a way that this is um, not not canon. Yeah, sure. I like this. Let's go with this. The curse yeah. of Ham was boat ownership. The curse of Bo- boat inheritance. <laughs> So let's see. Let's see. The Ham's lineage includes the Canaanites, I believe the Philistines. The Philistines did come by way of the Mediterranean. There you there go. There you go. There you go. See, my wife's boyfriend, Steve, <laughs> the Philistines, <laughs> the NWO, Philistine. the UN. The NWO, uh, both the wrestling group and the New World Order itself. <laughs> You think Scott Hall just died from pills, alcohol, and a oh, lifetime of chemical abuse? He'll he'll be back once Scott oh. Hall resurrects. <laughs> that is uh, that happens three point five years after the rapture. <laughs> Razor the Ramon show? returns. Are we doing yeah, the I show? Guess, yeah. I guess we'll just say welcome at some okay, point. Okay, sure. Right. <laughs> and right. Jesus said, "Too sweet." You know who wants you in his wolf pack? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You, you, you know, you, you think you're an outsider. You think you're the only outsider. Mm-mm, you're in a tag team. It was then that I tagged in. <laughs> Gonna swan bomb you into what salvation. What is Scott Hall's son. finisher? Scott hmm. Hall's finisher. It's a crucifix. <laughs> yeah. See the, the sign. We're gonna find that damn ark. <laughs> the signs there, are coming together. There were only two sets of footprints because Jesus was up on the turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Because Jesus, because Jesus was not the legal man. <laughs> yeah. Because he was, he was fully legal man and fully legal God. Just, you just got to say that, or a Catholic will. I mean, this is year nine hundred will kill you. This is old WWF canon. The Father, the Son, and George the Animal Steel with a folding chair. <laughs> To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening live to the internet's only college football podcast, sometimes with an extended intro about Babylonian artifact theft, Hobby Lobby, 
and finding Noah's Ark with a full rack of four badass Evan Roots behind it. I am <laughs> Spencer Hall. Today, Holly Anderson is out. I am still joined, as always, by Jason Kirk. Say hello, Jason. Hi. That's Hi, a- hello. How are you? I, I'm good. I'm good. I just got through discussing how you can take one little kid from Oklahoma and turn him into evangelical Indiana Jones through the power of selling craft material. So I feel really, really good. Also joining me is Ryan Nanny. Ryan Nanny, uh, how is the Music City this morning? Hot. It's fine. Yeah. That's right. Nashville. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's hot. Uh, uh, we do, we're not getting a World Cup game. That's 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 the one thing I can report. <laughs> I don't but know. <laughs> neither is the nation's capital. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a stunning and pleasing turn of events, I don't know if you saw this video, but in announcing the cities of the World Cup for 2026, FIFA skipped over... Washington, D.C., who had a crowd waiting, okay? Uh, if you don't... Who had a crowd waiting uh, on on pins and needles for the final city. And when they dropped it, there's this bar full of people in D.C. And they look exactly like you think a bunch of people in D.C. would look. And they're all sitting there going, come on, come on, give, it, give D.C. one. And they go, so yes, one more thing. The city that never sleeps, New York. New York gets a game. I really wish they had saved, like, the, the, the list makes sense. Toronto and Vancouver, three in Mexico. Mexico should have more than Canada, totally fair. You mm-hmm. know, and, they, and Miami, two in Texas, two in California, blah, blah, blah. It all makes sense. I wish they had saved for very last. The city that never sleeps, Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Like KC deserves it too. They got a big field, and like they, you know, they're uh, sporting KC. Their games, they, like they, they got a lot of people at their games. Oh, they're doing mm-hmm. an Arrowhead shit. Of course, I guess of course they are. But still, I wish they had yeah. saved it, saved it for last. Sorry, DC, you are not Kansas City. <laughs> the cities that the cities that got one, of course, Atlanta got one because it's a better city than Washington DC. Miami got one because it's a better city than Washington <laughs> DC, even though it's going to be underwater in thirty years. Uh, Dallas, same with, same with Houston. <laughs> Yeah, Houston. Houston got one. Yeah, I unlike my Houston is already under like sweat water. Yeah, it's under like swampy bayou water at the moment. And uh, another city that, by the way, they said Dallas. Dallas really didn't get a World Cup game. Arlington got a World Cup game. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Here we yeah. go. Sub- suburban, uh, <laughs> suburban hair splitting will be full of Jer- Jerry World got it right. <laughs> Because Jerry, Jerry was like, Whoo, what's the biggest sports dick in the world? That's right, the World Cup. I'm going to have to have it. In that case, the city that never sleeps is East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> or the Hey, the World Cup just wanted a little bit of the excellence of the Giants, okay? Just a little bit of that Bill Parcells <laughs> cred. Just soaking it up, baby. All of these places, even these places adjacent to cities. Boston got one! Boston! The one that The Onion has a headline that's like City uproariously plays like 1,000th day in a row of let's imagine we're in a big city. Yeah, that's um, that's who got one instead of DC. And what was DC's response in dimensions on the timeline? Well, we shouldn't have par- partnered with Baltimore. Don't play Baltimore! <laughs> Blame Baltimore for this. 
Whitey, <laughs> you're the you're the nation's capital, and you couldn't get it done on your own in the first place. That's right. That's right. Why did you Why did you need your eccentric brother Baltimore as part of the package? Don't blame Baltimore. Baltimore, unlike you, tells no lies about what it is. What is it? It's a place where people spend winters drinking indoors. That's what Baltimore is. That's Good for Boston. y'all. That's Boston too, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we already had, they, they already got one of those. <laughs> Yeah, Philadelphia is the place where people should be drinking indoors in the winter. <laughs> yeah, should be. Instead, they're outside at Eagles games, getting into fights with Teamsters. What a beautiful place. Anyway, just thrilled and pleased that that happened. Also joining us, joining us as always, uh, producer Michael Server. From times, he'll just chime in, like the voice of Cheerwine-scented God, just flying in from North Carolina. So now that, now that sounds like a Hobby Lobby. Can we go back a little bit to talk about the other cities? Like, it's really stark when you look at who Washington got lo- got lumped in with on the other cities that didn't get a World Cup match. Mm-hmm. Orlando, <laughs> mm-hmm. C- Cincinnati, Nashville, which we've already covered, Denver, which I think actually would have been a, a good a good pick, and Edmonton. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Washington. How did you? Oh, man. Uh, How did you? I can tell you how did you. One, you constantly lie in bed with Dan Snyder. That's it. You have have lain down with with Dan Snyder and gotten up with fleas. That is what happened. Laid down with Dan Snyder because you tore your ACL on his terrible field. That's right. The world's greatest athletes. We do not need to see them rolling around on the same field as the, uh, I forget what their name is, the Commanders, sorry. Also, if you're a Washington sports fan, why are you surprised that you turned on the TV and, like, some non-Washingtonian was like, no, we don't choose you. We don't like you and we don't like, that's your whole experience. But we have monuments. (laughs) (laughs) So what? So does Kansas City. (laughs) true so there's does surely, dallas it's called one surely, an, surely an andy reed statue <laughs> yeah so so does houston houston has monuments again it's called whataburger um <laughs> places of national import that's correct los angeles has both fat burger and in and out okay both culturally more important than anything in washington dc so really i I mean, I know I am a partisan in the anti-DC movement, but like, where they were going to have the games out in, uh, they were suggesting, uh, let's see, Baltimore's field is what they mm-hmm. were going to use, which right. is why they're blaming it. But they couldn't even suggest it because they play in a fictional town, Raljon, Maryland. Well, That's- and 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 like RFK is still there. Like, it's important to <laughs> remember that the yeah. hulking, rusting behemoth that was rfk is still there like no one has the um it's all yes it's all like it's it's kind of like what was uh the silver dome was like this for long but the silver dome at least for years they were like i don't know we'll do bmx races in here or we'll fly drones around or some shit rfk is just like don't come in unless you want tetanus real bad so I clicked on a photo of RFK and I was like, holy shit, that looks abandoned. And then I realized this photo is from 1988. <laughs> so <laughs> so but, imagine, what, imagine what it looks like now. But, but like Washington, you had, how long has it been since anybody's, since they've used RFK? It's been like, I want to say a decade, maybe not quite, th- but it's like you had time to figure this shit out. 
They've had How are you shocked? They've had plenty of time. The, listen, the city of Atlanta's built and demolished like two of our major arenas in the past 10 years. We, get we that get, shit out of here. We the get Met, our shit. The our Mets, shit moves. The Mets have a new stadium. If the, if, the Mets, if the Mets can figure out how to go from Chase Stadium to a new stadium, how does the whole how can all of Washington not figure it out? The strayest of cats. <laughs> The, the, like, mangiest of street dogs, the New York Mets, found themselves a brand new doghouse. Get it together! <laughs> Get it together! It looks like RFK hasn't been used in six years. Okay. Yeah, like, that's that's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. I just need to get back in the gym. That's, I mean, that's just, I needed to take some time off. My shoulders are sore. My knees were... RFK, RFK's last, like, fitness thing done was, like, uh, Tybo. Meanwhile, that's, like... It still bears the man's goddamn name on it. What a legacy to leave mm-hmm. to Robert Kennedy. Hey, sorry. Sorry you got assassinated. Here's a defunct stadium that will bear your name for a uh, question mark. <laughs> what do we remember? You cheated on your wife a lot and you had a terrible stadium. <laughs> a stadium that like is so bad that the Washington football team's current stadium is an upgrade. Yes. Like they yes. like mm-hmm. universally regarded worst NFL stadium. Reviled. <laughs> Reviled. Yes. yes. The ACL, like the, the, the stadium <laughs> that feeds on ACLs and had a very public bleacher collapse last year where a bunch of fans nearly fell into Jalen Hurts as he left the field after a victory by the way against the Washington team that is yeah whole thing held together with zip ties the most Washington thing about RFK is that I'm looking at this now in 2019 the city announced that they were going to demolish the stadium and they still haven't started that yet. Like, they didn't hire anybody until th- they're expecting it to begin in 2022. Like, just tear the shit down. Over my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> the, ghost, the ghost comes back. <laughs> like there's, no. There's, there's no, like, well, we're waiting to... Fi- no, they just want to tear it down, and it takes years of red tape just to fucking knock the thing over. It sounds like sounds like DC. <laughs> Here in Georgia, where there are no laws, we just blow shit up. Yes, that's right. That's right. One guy comes in and says, "I will write thirty percent of the money, and the rest will come from." <laughs> and then we do it. We just tear that shit down. Like it's how have, how have you not how have you not basically said like hey Marvel we'll give you a stadium to blow up you just have to promise to blow it up but even Marvel's like yeah RFK's RFK's janky we're not using it. that looks like we'd, shit we'd have to put computers talk, around it talk but, to dude, D- talk to it, DC say it's a throwback to the seventies <laughs> like Doctor Doom's origin story is set in nineteen seventy two he was a great player but he tore his ACL at FedEx. <laughs> And then he's like, ah, I'm going to submit myself to solar radiation. <laughs> Give it to DC. Even Zack Snyder is like, no, this is too depressing. <laughs> too gritty. Too gritty yeah. and dark. <laughs> this is even my edgelord mafia will not approve of this unsightly. This extreme this extremely stupid story we just made is better than any DC storyline they've actually used. <laughs> any hey, of them. Hey guys, Batman just dislocated his ankle. We're fucked. <laughs> That really would. No, Batman probably has like robots in his pants that'll keep his leg moving, <laughs> <laughs> like Darth Vader's suit or whatever. Um, 
yeah, this was th- this was magnificent. I'm, I'm very happy this happened because to hell with DC. By the way, <laughs> one one of the biggest markets uh, for the full cast is DC. I hope y'all are enjoying this. The, the yeah. funny, the last thing, the funniest thing that that um, the organizing body did after this was they were like, "Well, we understand DC's importance. So we'll still have like a fan fest or something there." So it's like, cool. "Damn, you can have all the traffic and headache of a World Cup game, but no game. You get no." game you just get a giant screen and too many people taking up parking you get a fan fest you get like free you get like a pom pom mm-hmm. and a he- headband with like um a local hospital's brand on it and like a water bottle and wait 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 and free wizards tickets or, or, or you can take amtrak to new jersey decide fuckers <laughs> the weather the weather will be 98 degrees <laughs> With 60% humidity and no breeze. DC! No no hills or trees to cut off the, uh, Mm -mm. you know, to like to sort of funnel the breeze or or to hide from the sun or. Nah, just a big old prairie on a swamp. I I assume that they looked at DC and were like, yeah, we can't send a bunch of Europeans to a town where like at 830 the restaurants start to close. Like That's not going to work. I got I got to get up for a spin class in the morning. <laughs> then I got to go to my job at a think tank. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Time to eliminate public schools. <laughs> go Nets! Go Nets! Go, go Commanders. Go Commanders! They named their fucking football team after cops, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, deserves, this town deserves nothing. Well, that's, least... and the basketball team used to be named after guns. What happened? What happened to America? <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> we, I like, we, have to, I, we have to go back. <laughs> I liked it better when you blatantly embraced the bullets. <laughs> where is, yeah, where is, can we distract, like, the gun lobby by being like, hey, you need to push the NBA to change the name back to bullets. Yeah, I make, think that's... Make, make that the shiny object. <laughs> the, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. See, don't, don't worry our, about gun control. The most important thing is to get the Washington Bullets back. I don't know. Our toddler, our Guns for Toddlers program seems pretty <laughs> important. No, 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 no. You guys got to get the Bullets. Come on, the Bullets. That's when they were great. They were, they were not great. They, they have never. <laughs> at no point have they been great. But no. they had a cool logo. No, it was stupid. It yeah, was, just, it was, it was L's. Stupid. The L's reaching for a ball. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I also enjoy the Washington sports writing complex, which has been somewhat diminished, but produced a number of people who helped define the canon. I have always, always laughed at their Washington, D.C. is a great sports town thing because of like after wash after their football team went in the toilet, that argument like the caps. Yes, the caps. That's it. The team everybody pays attention to for two weeks. That's the only team holding the standard. And I think the Nats won a this World Series. Ter- baseball this is doesn't Terps count. basketball erasure. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you always have to remember DC counts as many towns as it wants to or doesn't or doesn't want to. Want to. Yes, that's it's, right. It's either like a square acre or it's like 87 towns in 15 states. It's like ant it's the Ant-Man of cities. <laughs> now big, now little. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm uncontrollably large. Now I'm sleepy for 20 years. Also, I'm a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm the law. But a criminal. <laughs> I'm a good dad. Not really. <laughs> I'm going to jail. I'm back. I'm back. 
I'm watching. I'm Washington. <laughs> also, I uh, can't leave the house because I didn't make the postseason. <laughs> I'm not in that one. Time to go play kickball. <laughs> the commander's in the quantum zone during the playoffs every year. <laughs> That's where you'll find us. <laughs> We're, 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 yeah, we got we got a tough one against the tardigrades and whatnot. <laughs> hey, listen, tardigrade would be an amazing defensive a line. Tardigrade will fuck that. you up, man. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if a tardigrade has any attacks, but its defense is incredible. It's yeah. like uh, some of those Pokemon that they don't do anything; they just sit there, but you can't get them out the way. That's a tardigrade. It's just going to be what the Baltimore Ravens want to be. If tardigrade, tardigrade. Tardigrade's weaknesses are like no, no, no. Throws in space. <laughs> Again, this is what the Ra- this is what the Ravens want to be. Targates basically Ray Lewis, right? Like Ray Lewis in orbit, just silently giving motivational speeches to pieces of passing like space trash. You could do this. Ray Lewis doesn't need to breathe; he survives on motivation. It's true. It's so true. It is. It is. Um, the the other thing I wanted to discuss uh, was this, and it will eventually get us to what I want to talk about today here here in the middle of june so of course we're covering <coughs> all the extremely important news and it is texas a&m related uh which again should not surprise because what's more important than texas a&m university the kings of this particular offseason and that um really what's alabama done like the biggest news from an elephant is that there was an elephant in india that after trampling a woman uh, to death, by the way, uh, decided to travel over a hundred miles and then uh, take her body off the pyre and trample her corpse at her funeral, um, claim another national title, Alabama Roll Tide. Um, elephant had help. I refuse to believe that the elephant didn't have help by a human who didn't ha- also hate this woman. Hmm. Yeah, um, which, yeah, I, I stand with the elephant, whatever this woman did. She deserved it. Elephants have long memories. They're very smart. I'm sure she did. <laughs> Maybe she just talks shit. That is entirely possible. <laughs> Alabama did pick it as its mascot for a reason, right? Like, oh, I heard she's talking. <laughs> Let's see if she's talking now. Accused the elephant of not breaking rules. Is yeah. I think how the Alabama <laughs> beef has worked thus far. <laughs> Why? Well, oh, no, she's talking shit. She's saying. She's saying that I was following rules. <laughs> I'll see about this. Um, this is, by the way, like the most sketchily sourced story. I just choose to believe it's real. I'm sure this woman was trampled by an elephant. Uh, the revenge story, I just want to believe because it is the most Alabama thing to just be there, you know, 3 a.m., wake up and be like, no, I'm still mad. I'm still mad. What am I going to do about it? I guess it's time to run 100 miles and go kick this woman's ass again. She's dead. How dead is she? I want her to be super dead. Is there like a haters upworthy out there where, you know, where, where upworthy would be like, this dog This dog traveled 500 miles to find its owner? Downworthy.com. Yeah. 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 Where it's like, oh, this hater ass cat tore up your house twice. Found That's- its owner. Dog tracked down its owner just to say, fuck you. <laughs> and go back. <laughs> Uh, I think that's called Twitter. Twitter.com. Yeah. Yeah. 
right. It's really what's that that's called. This is now a rival for the best animal revenge story. Uh the best animal revenge story is of course the legendary Vladimir Markov who uh is by the way this is not ancient history. Usually these these things involving tigers and lions are like in 1873, the legendary British hunter Markel Sims went to India and did find himself the man-eater Raja. Right? Like, that's usually when these are. Uh, Vladimir Markov, this story happened in the winter of 1997. Markov uh, shot at a tiger and wounded it, but did not kill it and then stole part of the tiger's kill. Mm. And then the injured tiger tracked Markov back to his cabin, destroyed anything that had Markov scent on it, and waited by the front door for Markov to come home. The animal was there for at least 12 hours and possibly 48 waiting for him. And then Markov appeared. Uh, the tiger killed him, pulled him into the bushes, and ate him. Um, and according to the guy who reported this out, all right, um, is John Valiant, who wrote an entire book on it. Uh, Valiant said, The eating may have been secondary. I think he just killed him because he had a bone to pick. <laughs> Several. <laughs> just like, the tiger kills him and is like, No, I'm still mad. <laughs> this killing wasn't enough. I gotta eat him. <laughs> I'm so mad I gotta shit you out. <laughs> I'm so mad I gotta let you sit in my gut for a minute and think about what you did. <laughs> yeah, this was uh this this story I rated quasi quasi fictional, but like I'm gonna go ahead and say real enough to believe. That is not the story. Believe, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to this is the, not the story that gets us where I want to go. This is the story. Reported by the Wall Street Journal. Texas AM's unreported foreign funding. Uh, the subheader is a whopper on this one. Why the school says $100 million from Russia and Qatar is exempt from reporting requirements. <laughs> uh, yeah, Texas A&M uh, has received more than $700 million from foreign countries, most of it from Qatar and China. All right. Uh, and the Education Department closed its investigation in 2021. Uh, they are in compliance with federal requirements. Uh, but analysis of publicly available documents and data uh, reveals A&M continues not to report more than $100 million in research funds originating in Russia and Qatar. I would first like to say that this is the kind of thing that the Texas A&M Politics Board, if they read it about Texas, there would be 48 pages immediately of extremely incisive reporting on how Texas was a puppet for authoritarian regimes trying to undermine the Aggies with foreign despot money. What research does Russia need to do that requires Texas A&M's help? Like, <laughs> R Russia has numerous universities. Uh, it appears that most of this money goes to something called the Texas A&M Engineering Experiment Station. Which oh, that does sounds scary. Cybersecurity, yeah. cyber nuclear nonproliferation, and artificial intelligence. Nonproliferation, the thing Russia loves. <laughs> cybersecurity, too. <laughs> yeah, Russia's saying, like, so what you got so we can fuck with it? 
God, this is this is all this is all like, hey man, let's just make Metal Gear real. Texas A&M, you want to make Metal Gear real? It's like, well, can we have a nuclear dog? Yeah, man, that kind of fits. <laughs> that's, that's kind can of in a, line. Can it be a collie? Can you make us a nuclear collie? Metal Rick, Gear Rev. Rick Perry, Rick Perry puts down Bejeweled for a second and is like, nuclear collie? <laughs> that makes me want to dance. Tappity, first, tappity, tap. Second of all, can anybody explain how to play this game? Yeah. <laughs> Russia just comes to AM, they're like, We are very behind in jerky economy. Help us develop jerky economy. We would like this. I, I actually it might be Russia saw some videos of like midnight yell cult behavior and they're like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> We spent a hundred years trying to make people do this. Look, all together at once? No guns? Very intriguing. Yeah, you just need a good football team. They'll do all that shit for you. Uh, Actually, okay. you don't even you just need a <laughs> yeah. mediocre football team. You need, you need an eight and five football team. <laughs> um, um, this this article also helped me re either realize or remember because I don't know if I knew this. There's a Texas A&M Cutter campus. Yep. Okay. Yep. See, you see the signs. You and Steve, <laughs> mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. wife's boyfriend. All right, <laughs> Noah Cutter. All right, Noah Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Lionel Messi. Barcelona, <laughs> Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder, and my wife's boyfriend Steve. Again, he's busy. He's, that is a very a, busy. I, man. I think you just revealed it's two guys named Steve. Two. <laughs> that she's dating twins. It's dang a double it. conspiracy. Twins both named Steve. God dang it! <laughs> These are my children, Steve and Steve too. <laughs> yeah, um, I I saw this and I immediately thought. They funneled some of this to Jimbo, right? They had to. I know that oil's doing real well right now, but some of this went to Jimbo. They got it, it, a little are, bit are the darn gas prices, is A&M to blame for this? Like, they've spent yes. so much oil money on Jimbo let's, that they've let's fucked just say up yes. the economy? Let's just say yes. Damn it, A&M. Yeah. You know, but you know what they would say? They'd be and like, the hey, gas listen. prices will stay high until the SEC formally reprimands Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Only then will we... <laughs> <laughs> then we'll hear relent. That's that's what's really causing inflation. Damn it, Saban, you got a budge. It's hey, that damn Nick Saban. Hey, Greg Sankey. They just call Greg Sankey. They're like six dollar gas hang up, seven dollar <laughs> gas hang up. <laughs> Nick, please. <laughs> Apologize. Well, I didn't say anything. That was Nick. God damn it, you gotta. <laughs> They're gonna kill us, Nick. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, this was th this is by the way my favorite argument that people do when they talk about A and M oil. Oil's just helping them like spend crazy money on football to go eight and five. Yeah, but man, well, as long as oil stays high, they're gonna go eight and five. Just pouring this pouring different amounts of money in for the same results year in and year out. Yeah, but if you jack up gas prices, you start cutting into the recruiting budgets of every other competitor around you, mm. and inevitably, like maybe that's that's the long term recruiting plan. It's not paying. It's not paying, you know, high schoolers. It's just making it so George is like, well, shit, we need another eight hundred grand to cover all our recruiting travel. Fuck. No other school can leave their county. So. <laughs> A&M has, uh, like with their uh, monopoly on energy, 
they are the only ones able to uh, have face-to-face recruiting with any recruit That's anywhere right. in the country. That's right. <laughs> yet, yet another thing that has absolutely infuriated LSU fans about A&M joining is all of their touting that like, yeah, we help, we help keep the nation warm. And they're like, listen, buddy, we didn't put pipes through 80% of Louisiana's territory <laughs> and run natural gas lines through preschools for nothing. We didn't. Damn it. That natural gas that I extract from my grandmother's basement, right? My cousin Lebo, who has a tumor for a head, that comes at a cost. LSU makes that all happen. And, and now here comes Oklahoma with yeah. the, the, fracking the Earth's core. They're going to take credit for that. <laughs> they're just down there. They're like, listen, we don't rub elbows with Satan in hell. <laughs> fracking 900 miles beneath the Earth's crust for four centiliters of natural gas. We're not stealing hell's farts for you yeah. to ignore. <laughs> the, fucking, the fucking land thieves ran out of land on the crust to steal. And mental, go- mental thieves. We're going for the whole fucking enchilada. The whole damn SEC West is just one big argument about who is boiling the earth faster. Except for, except for Arkansas. Arkansas is just like, thank you. We don't know what our- <laughs> Arkansas is powered by sawmills, <laughs> sawmills uh, and Walmart, watermills, water, water, water w- Walmart's run by watermills. Okay, Arkansas is the propane accessories part of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just chicken. That's it. It's just chicken. Do you guys not even good chicken? They're like, listen. Do you want the price of wings to stay only moderately astronomical? Support Arkansas football. <laughs> Do you know how many fucking chickens we kill every day, strangling each one personally for that touch? How do you warm your house in the winter? We burn 100 chickens. <laughs> That's what we do. My daddy was a chicken, and I killed him to get through the winter. <laughs> My daddy was a chicken burner, like his daddy before him. And this is why Arkansas plays South Carolina. That's right. <laughs> the natural rivalry between Arkansas man and South Carolina chicken. <laughs> I just see feathers and I get my gun. <laughs> By the way, I just posited slaughtering a chicken with a forty-five. That's definitely how they do it. I know things. Very smart. Yeah, yeah. Blam! And then there's just... <laughs> chicken Tough. nugget! That's and how they look, make them! I think it looks like Minecraft. Tuft of feathers and one <laughs> one piece of meat. Just, just one small just piece cartoon of meat. Cu- just a cartoon cutlet, like a pixel of a cutlet. Yeah falling down just that in walmart if you think about it arkansas is the one that's actually funded by the most chinese money because walmart that's it without cheap plastic shit right coming over at discount <laughs> they couldn't even afford sam Pittman. they couldn't I afford mean, leon Pittman. even even walmart's just their american presence alone it, it is kind of wild that a&m's like funded by fucking putin or whatever and it's still like i don't know arkansas might be worse <laughs> that's walmart money <laughs> Hey, listen, Walmart, Walmart and Tornadoes, both of them can just level a small town Walmart, in a couple of hours. Walmart and Jerry Jones yeah. versus Vladimir Putin. Come on down. <laughs> Come on down Saturday. I, listen, I invited that economic F5 into my hometown because I like cheap camp chairs. That's what I like. <laughs> I like cheap camp chairs and canned goods for 39 cents less. That's this why, this is why I Auburn's, Walmart. This is why Auburn's falling off the map. Y'all gotta step up. Y'all gotta figure out. Be like, hey, Unabomber got any cash? He wanna, he wanna be a booster. Yeah, 
Yeah, Auburn used to have some of the sketchiest boosters, like famously, right? We had Bobby Louder, who, uh, you know, attempted to hire somebody while they still had a coach <laughs> behind everyone's back, just like, yeah, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> that's right. I'm saying it. Auburn's boosters have gone soft, and that's why the program is not where it needs to be right now. We need more dog tracks. We need more uh, arsenic lace wood, right? Because you've, you've got one guy who does that. Yep. But we need more pressure-treated arsenic lace wood is what I'm saying, okay? I, would, I really would like them to just go all in on Scientology. Like, I mean, what? Tom Cruise is the biggest movie star of all time. Clearly sure. people don't mind. Just go all in on it. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, you're up against I'll... you're up against Putin. <laughs> what is what is the uh, moral high ground here? You're, I mean, you're already all, all in on Apple. And that's the we were saying this, by the way. And somebody in Auburn's going, "Hey, we got Tim Cook. We got Tim shit. Cook as a booster. He ain't doing shit. He's gonna write the listen. He's gonna write a check. Okay, that's what we need to keep coming. We need Apple to invent. Why don't you invent iPhone two? Why don't you invent a bigger iPhone? <laughs> Why don't you do why something you, else to support Auburn? Why don't you better invent a can you orange make a, iPhone? Can you make a sandwich board that's just a touch screen on both sides of my body that I can wear around? And it would say, come play for whoever our coach is that's at right. the time that you are seeing the sandwich board. Tim Tim Cook, why can I search why can I search for uh, Crimson Tide gifts on this phone? This app's biased against Auburn. I need you to go ahead and just make that happen. My my child saw Alabama Crimson Tide <laughs> paraphernalia. This should not be in schools. Why the why the hell isn't there an option to make Siri Terry Bowden? <laughs> Siri Bowden. You worrying about AI, I need you to pay tribute to Pat Die. That's what I need you to do. A little less AI, a little more AU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AU, that's a symbol for gold, and I need you to remember that. A so U start. equals gold. Steve, my wife's boyfriend. The UN, uh, New uh, World Order. Do the math. Uh, Bobby Louder and Nick Saban. I need you to see the numbers and the patterns and the math here. Cam Newton, Sir Isaac Newton. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Gravity always pulling down. Always pulling down. Mm -hmm. Always pulling down like the damn Bear Bryant Jr. Mm -hmm. Also, what's gravity? It's the ultimate ground game. That's what Auburn needs to get back to. That's what Auburn. That's. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. We need to work like gravity and get to the ground game. That's what God's telling us. <laughs> work like gravity. This is this is your regular reminder that Bo Nix transferred and probably won't start at Oregon. <laughs> Please, God, get me away from these people. <laughs> the most Auburn kid of all time is like I cannot. Oh God, this is too much. This, anymore. this is too stressful. That is not the that is not the name of the university. A woman on my degree. Bo Nix was like, this is not a stable environment. Bo Nix said that. <laughs> this place is too weird for me, Bo Nix. <laughs> Definitely, I, I never know what one day's gonna. Bo Nix said that. <laughs> He's out in Oregon trying to push Milo's sweet tea, and they're like, "Have you seen the glycemic index on that? <laughs> no way. You should drink kombucha." And he's like, "Where am I? I've been thrown from one skillet into another fire. Everywhere the heat boils me. That is poor Bo Nix. He's just. You know what though? Eugene's a better. I'm just. Like, Eugene's a way better place to spend four years than." Than, than Auburn. Well, he's not going to spend four years there. He'll find a way. He'll find <laughs> he a way. He might. That's true. What, I mean, what, what makes you... Oh, 
You're right. You're right. Does he have to prepare for the draft, Ryan? <laughs> I think Bo Nix will get a doctorate from the University of Oregon. I think he should take as long there as possible. That's it. I, by the way, that may sound like I'm damning him. I'm going to go ahead and take a flyer on the Kenny Pickett option for Bo Nix, like the year five Heisman. I'll go ahead. That's a cheap flyer. I'll take it. You hang out five years, eventually learn to play quarterback real good. Everyone's like, man, you're awesome. Get your, bo- your rookie bonus and then bounce from the league in three years. Get in the real um, estate. It would be Bo inc- Nix's it would be current inc- odds are yeah. uh, plus 6,000. So that's pretty, pretty <laughs> that's, good. <laughs> plus hey, 6,000. Hey, that's money right there. Um, yeah. It would, be, it would be the cruelest fate of all for Bo Nix to leave Auburn and then just blow up as a quarterback. It'd be like, God, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And it, like, it turns out like all we had to do was just tell him like what normal things are. You know, mm-hmm. just like, Auburn never taught him how to snap. You know. Oh, Oregon just told me they love me. That's all it took. That's all I ever. That's all I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Oregon's just like, hey, here's a multivitamin. He's like, ah! <laughs> Auburn's like, steak fingers. Steak fingers will give you all all the vitamins you need. Tater tots. <laughs> yeah. Tater, tater tots and <laughs> pork chops. Hey, hey, hey! These are the veggie chicken nuggets. All right, we got, they pay extra for those. <laughs> They have a small amount of corn ground into them. <laughs> <laughs> that, counts, that, counts, that counts toward uh, when you get the veggie plate. You get you get those, and that's one of them. Bo Nix eats kale for the first time. He grows Why? a foot. <laughs> Why is the Auburn food pyramid the shape of an eight? This doesn't make sense. <laughs> The pyramid is the pyramid's just the pyramid is leveled. Yeah. It fell over. This is the Auburn this is the Auburn food rectangle. Auburn food ruins. I just imagine like like that is when you talk about Cam Newton, you ever think about like what a horrible swath nutritionally he carved through through college? First of all, Gainesville, where like the food, py- the food pyramid is a circle because it's pizza. It's just like Gumby's yeah. or Five Star at the time, right? Health food in Gainesville is, I'll have a Caesar salad with my pizza. <laughs> yeah, a Caesar salad with giant fried croutons. <laughs> Not really... even baked, just fried oh, croutons. Extra dressing, please. Yeah, what would you like? I would really enjoy fries. A big pile of fries and a pitcher of Miller Lite. That would be really good. And then we go to Blinn, Texas, where I know he just got the full Hank Hill diet. Like, just nothing but the full Hank Hill diet for nine months, at least. And then he goes to Auburn, right? Where it, it's it's bad. It's real bad. By, by that, I mean it's good, but it's not good for your arteries. It's very bad. Work? Well, then he spent a decade in North Carolina, and that just straightened it right just out. That just straightened <laughs> the, the, <laughs> look look when i think health i think charlotte north carolina the home of rick flair that's I think where the, i i think the common thread connecting all these places is these are places where you're like oh i've been going too hard time to have panera for lunch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta settle down with a nice salad and a loaf of bread i'm gonna have some cheddar i'm gonna have some cheddar soup to really balance things out Ooh, maybe a cookie the size of a hubcap <laughs> It's soup, so it's good for me. You see, it doesn't That's matter. Right. It doesn't matter that it's got baked potato and bacon in it. It's this, soup and ranch this, dressing on the top. This, just float this, a little. This four-pound muffin has berries in it, <laughs> and it's a muffin. 
So that means it's good for me, too. It's a treasure mm-hmm. hunt. I have to hunt through the muffin. <laughs> I am honoring my ancestors with a hunt. That's what I am doing. I Also, the, all of those places are a lesson to anyone who thinks that they can look like an athlete. That's not true. Genetically, athletes eat like shit. They eat absolute garbage, most of them. When they don't, it's noteworthy enough that journalists write a story about them. <laughs> That's what, was the only... what was it? DK Metcalf eats Starburst or whatever. <laughs> he just hits straight. Yeah. Oh, Lamar Odom actually looked like an NBA athlete, and it turns out he was seconds from death from diabetes because he was eating nothing but buckets of candy. Well, and even the ones who like eat right or whatever, half the time it's just like Sam Howell's just like, yeah, I'm terrified of beef. I'll never, I won't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's like you got like dwight howard looks like superman and eats like a 12 year old yeah <laughs> you got that and then you also have like you know like i mean to some degree athletes all athletes are bodybuilders in one way or the other and like did you just you eat it and you're gonna shit it out eight seconds later what's it mm-hmm. matter there's he no was, time he was pre-diabetic dwight howard the doctor said yeah you have to stop eating everything you eat not like one thing, not like shape up a little bit. They came to Dwight Howard, who looked like Zeus at the time, right? Like cartoon Zeus. And they're like, yeah, man, you're pre-diabetic. You're going to die. You should stop. Betrayed by fruit by the foot. <laughs> I th- I could buy it in increments. I thought that's how I controlled portion size. What a lie. I'm not eating fruit by the mile. <laughs> Does the math actually have maybe eating fruit by the mile? <laughs> he probably has. This gives me an excuse to read another one of my favorite quotes. That is from uh, Tristan Thompson, who played with LeBron James on the Cavs. When asked about LeBron's diet, Thompson went extremely off script, broke Omerta, and said, He has the worst fucking diet ever. Ask him what he eats for breakfast. He has like five French toast, drowns it in syrup with strawberries and bananas. Then he has like a four egg omelet and he goes and just fucking dunks on somebody. It doesn't make sense. He eats desserts with every meal. He'll come with his one week diet vegan crap, but he literally eats it. It doesn't make sense. He's really a specimen. He eats like shit. I remember one year I tried to eat like he ate and it didn't work out. I gained weight and said, I gained weight and said fuck this i mean it works for him he loves sweets he loves sweets says it twice in a row he eats desserts and french toast it's crazy how his body just burns it (laughs) (laughs) that's lebron james and then then, you know who is his like all-time uh comparison is michael jordan who like (laughs) nothing but you know cigars and whiskey is keeping him alive. Black eating... And blackjack cards. <laughs> <laughs> After eating like that, Kyle Corver said James did this. So we do this challenge, and I've never thrown up from doing cardio. And I tell the guy on the side of the court, bring the stretcher, because I feel like I'm going to throw up. LeBron walked off the Versa climber onto the court, looks at the far basket, full sprint, jumps from outside the charge circle, and windmill dunks it. And I'm keeled over trying to breathe. Doing something like that's what I do. And he windmill dunks it. He, this guy is from a different world. So when you're like, oh, I'm just going to clean up the diet a little bit. Yeah, that's how good you're going to look normal. Like, almost normal. You're not an athlete. You're not LeBron James. So, what I wanted to get to... <laughs> 
So one note all, from, one note from Serper is that we should do podcast business. Oh, yeah, we should. Here we go. You ready? Podcast business. It's a business. Podcast business. What's a business? Podcast business. Texas ice cream A&M is the is... perfect nutritional food. <laughs> ice cream is a food. It's got lots of vitamins and nutrition. You should eat it all the time and windmill dunk on all your friends. And here we go. See, that was better. That's better. <laughs> I took that personally last week. We're going to get it to scan and everything. It every goddamn it's got, week. It's got ice in its name. Ice is water. You need lots yep. of hydration. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lots of hydration. Lots of... Uh, occasionally, you can tailor it if you need to get a real workout in with protein, right? You can get the walnut, black walnut ice cream. Get some nuts or butter pecan. <laughs> butter. Butter. That's what our you can honor our ancestors by eating yeah, butter. Yeah, this, this bulletproof ice cream, pretty much that I'm eating right here. Just carnivore MD putting <laughs> testicles in ice cream. This is delicious. So <laughs> 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 I, I put blueberry syrup all over it. That's, that's lot, lots of antioxidants. I don't use toothpaste. I don't use deodorant. I just cover my body in ice cream every day. Yeah, I smell great. Isn't that right, honey? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like butterscotch. All right. Flies, flies podcast swarming. business. Do the podcast business. Podcast business. This podcast I- sponsored by Dryers. Dryers ice cream. The only <laughs> neutral. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The only ice cream with real bits of dried <laughs> liver in it. Honor the ancestors on a simulated hunt for flavor. <laughs> sponsored by. <laughs> As always, this podcast is sponsored by VBAK Victoria's Bitters, the official beer of the sweaty Australian man. Nothing not, looks better. I'm not thinking of like weightlifter oriented ice cream. Edie's Max. <laughs> ben and Harry's. <laughs> All right, you got to eat a quart of this before you lift it, a quart after. You're going to feel terrible, and you're going to throw up a lot, but... Time to down your cup of blue hell. <laughs> Man, you're going you're gonna to get, like, Jenny's selling pre-workout. <laughs> you get Briars just on that, like, yeah, dry scoop this shit. Yeah, it's Neapolitan, but the vanilla's turkey, so... Yeah, we wet we wet scoop this shit onto a cone. It's delicious. I've I always, seen it with my hands. I, I always I always go first on these things, so sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Right, Ryan, we'll go in reverse order. Ryan. I don't have anything. Yeah, you do. I, I, I Edie's Max coming to stores near Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Edie, Edie's Max suppository edition gets it to your muscles faster. Mm-hmm. It also provides a cooling sensation to the butthole. Uh, top, <laughs> top flavors, boiled egg, number one seller. Mm-hmm. It's sure. a big one. Chicken, uh, num- tor- chicken tornado. <laughs> Anything that sounds good, you got to immediately fuck it up. Like peanut yeah. butter and burger. Peanut, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, number three, uh, lumberjack bref- breakfast. That's, that's, our, that's our big one. Yeah. Smoked salmon parfait. <laughs> Jason, what you got on podcast business? Um, let's see. We talked a little bit about a biblical archaeologist, Ron Wyatt, uh, and Vacation Bible School has an episode touching on this guy. I think it's our Red Sea episode. Um, 
every episode of this thing we find different uh, rabbit holes and stuff like that. So yeah, if you'd like to learn more about the things we talked about <laughs> during the hunt for the Noah's Ark um, cold open an hour and a half ago or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, VBS Red Sea episode. Excellent. I encourage, as a subscriber to VBS myself, I encourage you because, uh, again, I know nothing about religion, and it has been an education in and of itself. Also, I will one day be on there. I'm scheduled to do my favorite book of the Bible, which is Ecclesiastes. It's also the only book I've read, so I'm one for one. Figured I'd stop there. That's a great, yeah, yeah, that's a better rate than almost anyone else will have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was raised Catholic, so we had people read the Bible for us. It's very economical. And just like fortune cookie chunks, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. There's a lot of, listen, we skipped the chaff. There's a lot of, we boiled this down for streaming, is yeah. what we do. Can right? this fit on a bazooka bubblegum comic? That's how much Bible you get. Yeah, it is. Every now and then somebody would quote something to me, and I'm like, that's crazy. And they're like, it's from the Bible. I'm like, what? For real? That's amazing. So yeah, subscribe to VBS, a delightful community, a delightful podcast. Uh, for podcast business on my own, uh, as usual, this will be a little too long because I'm running my ass off right now, but we have uh, DNF, the F1 podcast that uh, we do after every F1 race on Sundays, available on Levitard and Friends, Metal Art Media's feed. Find it wherever you get your podcast. That is with the brilliant Jessica Smetana this past weekend. Just to give you an example of the incisive Formula One commentary we specialize in, we answered the question, which team principal has pierced nipples? And I, I think we came up with a satisfactory answer. Also, y'all, I want you to know, Lewis Hamilton said he has two piercings. F1 has an anti-piercing protocol now that is uh, rankling the drivers. He has one in his nose, which he has taken out. And he has one that he says is in an unmentionable place that he will also not take out. I've done the math. I did some research. There are no nipple rings on Lewis Hamilton. There is no belly button ring on Lewis Hamilton. The real estate has been narrowed down significantly. I think Lewis Hamilton has a Prince Albert. I think he's got, I think he has a pierced penis. Okay. Could <laughs> yeah. be, could be an armpit piercing. Nobody would talk about that if they had one. Yeah. Boy, I think I'd talk about it constantly. Like, I am chafed all the goddamn time. <laughs> I mean, it just seems as bad an idea as piercing something within your underwear. Yeah, not you to know, judge. It just sounds like a bad idea to me. It sounds like a bad idea to me. Maybe it works for him. Obviously, he's sure. really he could do anything he wants at this point in life, and he chose to pierce uh, something unmentionable. So, congratulations to him for joining the Dana Holgerson Club of guys who can turn it into a gavel on a table at a bar. Clank, clank, clank. I call everyone to order. I saw a guy do that in a bar once in college. By the way, so he goes, "Hey, hold on!" Clank, 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 and you're like, "Thank you." That just, I never have to see that again. That's off my list. It's in my brain forever now. Additionally, uh, you can subscribe to Holly Anderson and I's newsletter, Channel 6. I saw something that enraged me yesterday on the internet in terms of somebody saying that bowl names were bad. Uh, this is one of those lists that I imagine people just publish because they go, oh, you know, people hate it. I should put it up. And that will equal money. Ching. Uh, it will equal money because we're going to put it subscription defending some of the greatest bowl game names because it's June. That's what we're writing about. Additionally, uh, there's going to be a Love Island newsletter letter later this week because Love Island is back, uh, our most important cultural product. And by our, I mean Great Britain, uh, my home nation. Anyway, subscribe to Channel 6, $10 a month, two things a 
week. Finally, uh, you can catch me on ESPN right now at Debatable. I usually do Mondays with Pablo Torre and Dominique Foxworth. I did get Pablo Torre to watch Master and Commander. This is he had not seen his I haven't dad seen movie. It. I haven't seen it. I'm going oh, man. to get you to watch I know Master I, I know Commander. I should. I, it's not a principled stand. I just haven't seen it. Well, yeah. I don't know if the uh, arbiter of the annual Father's Day What Was Your Most Dad Moment Twitter yeah. event is really um, showing up for his, Qualified. for his community without seeing the most dad movie. Okay, I'll do it. I'll get it done. Okay. Yeah, it's, get it done. It's, it's a matter of integrity. Yeah. Uh, Dominique Foxworth was out because the first word sort of of the title really sort of threw him off ever watching the movie which I understand we're going to have to rebrand it for him as just Commander or Ocean Movie. But either way. Far Side of the World. Far, there we go. Far Side of the World. By the way, this movie was ridiculous, it, ridiculously expensive and did not make all of its money back at the box <laughs> office. Yeah. The, like the, the, the clamoring on like dad internet every day for like, we need a sequel. It's like, they cannot afford one. Sorry. <laughs> you did the dad move and you waited until it was free to watch. I so was going to say, dads want a sequel to watch on TNT, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a sequel that's just like, they can't afford Russell Crowe uh, or anyone else in the movie, so they just get like Kevin Sorbo? Just Kevin Sorbo reading his lines. Kevin Sorbo's occupied these days. So. Yeah, if it's Kevin huh? Sorbo, if it's huh? Kevin Has Sorbo, he... it's gonna be like he's gonna find a way to make it real racist. It's like, like no, or literally edge of the world. Like it's flat. We gotta sail <laughs> to the edge. Of it. <laughs> the flat side of the world. Yeah, we'll get we'll get knockoff knockoff Russell Crowe to appear in the TNT budget version of this, where they don't Stephen actually... Stephen Adams. We'll get Stephen Adams to do it. All you Power. need to know about the original Power. Master okay. Commander is that they went to the Galapagos. No film has ever used the Galapagos as a real location because it's the fucking Galapagos and it's thousands of miles from anything. And yeah. like, yeah, it's like... it's There's uh, nothing there? There's water and you can see some islands. You can film that on <laughs> so many places. You do not need to go all the way there. But with a real did. with a real because, ship. You because, didn't need to take a real ship to the Galapagos. And Peter Weir's like, au contraire. You didn't need to literally reenact the battle. <laughs> we cloned but... Napoleon. How much did that cost? <laughs> he doesn't even appear in the movie. It was the principle it. of the thing. It was it, it was, it. It's method. The actors wanted to know, know that he was alive. Russell Crowe needed it. Where's my motivation? We actually have Napoleon. He's right here. Uh, that concludes uh, podcast business on my end. Podcast business is concluded. I wanted to ask an important question. Right now, um, remember the thing that we all love about sports are uh, managers and leagues. That's what we love. We just love managers and leagues. That's why I love. play football manager. That is. That's why I play football manager. Love conferences. Love conference officials. We love NCAA officials and governance. Like, yeah, shouts mm. out, mm -hmm. shouts out to the OG Mark Emmert. He's retiring. You I know? would like. Uh, are you? Uh, there is an interesting bit of news that came out. Uh, when was this? This is like five days ago. About what the NCAA? Did you know there's something called the NCAA Transformation Committee? That sounds like bullshit. Which sounds yeah. like we're gonna make the Dracula. Anim the Animorphs community. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, the, uh, this committee is in relevant part trying to, um, recommend 
transfer portal windows to basically because right now the transfer portal is just like you have a deadline every year through which you have to say you're in the portal but that's it you can sort of like there's no beginning time schools can sort of like once you're in the portal schools can contact you whenever and it's sort of like just entirely open-ended and the ncaa because their answer to everything is like well if we just make a rule everyone will follow it is to sort of say, like, well, what if we just say the transfer portal is only open these times? As if that will just lead to people like, oh, well, I won't talk I won't talk to him then. I, it's not transfer portal season. I definitely won't DM him on Instagram. That'd be inappropriate. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to break rules, A&M glowers. This is, so, yeah, I think this is going to work. I think it's going to solve all the problems. And uh, I'd like to congratulate the NCAA on constantly having its finger on the pulse. Great, okay. great work again. Great work. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. on top of the big issues. Always ahead of the curve, right? And, you know, this this spreads to more than college football. What do we love if you're an international soccer fan? Love FIFA. Just live for FIFA. I love mm-hmm. sports bureaucrats. Like, they just did it again. Gave a World Cup to Cutter. What a move. They hate Bet- DC just like you do. Right, right. We're on the same team, okay? What do you love in the NFL? Owners. When they hand over that trophy to an owner at the Super Bowl, mm, mwah, that's what sports yeah. is about. When Dan Snyder declines to participate in a congressional hearing, oh, that's the good shit. That's right. Stick that's it to him. That's my guy. That's my guy. Stick He's it like to the me. Man. Yeah. Actually, I mean, like that is like if it were abstracted from Dan Snyder, that's totally cool. Just <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, man. Screw that's Congress. Not. I'm like, that's, that's right. They're like, who said it? Dan Snyder. Oh! I'd rather go to jail. You sure about that? I will testify. I choose to believe in a rare moment of uh, self-awareness. Dan Snyder was like, oh, I'll fuck that up. I'll fuck that up so bad. (laughs) No, absolutely not. So I have to go and tell an accurate retelling of everything I actually do? Oh, Oh, we can't have that. Oh, no, no, no. No. Nobody Nobody needs that on the record. Goodness. He just he just get there in panic and be like, eh, and then the blood replacement. Pro- I'm sorry, what you're doing? What? <laughs> yeah. So uh, this was yeah. about workplace harassment. Yes, but the blood replacement is a separate issue that has nothing to do with this hearing. Our, you shouldn't ask me about it. Our ACL <laughs> harvesting is going according to plan. There is nothing to worry about. Our child our child army is is run by only the what. What did you say? Yeah, Inva- I t- <laughs> invading Virginia Beach. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tore my knee playing racquetball, so I rigged the turf to uh, <laughs> destroy Robert Griffith's knee, Griffin's knee, so that I could just you know take his two good when, ligaments. When all knees are hurt, I will be healthy. I will be as healthy as the rest of you. In the land of the no ACLs man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one ACLs man is quarterback. <laughs> That's correct. I did that so I could beat everyone at golf. What's your score? I'm currently a 72 handicap. If I take 72 strokes off with my artificial harvested ACLs, I, I'm still 72 strokes worse than everyone else. That's called capitalism. And yet somehow this is not the team paying Kirk Cousins. What a baffling world. <laughs> Even they were like, no, no. Bad choice. <laughs> If you walk in there and Kirk Cousins isn't your thing, oh boy, oh boy. Do you think everyone in Minnesota is just too nice to be like, could you leave? Could you leave? <laughs> They're just making little passive aggressive hints, like, oh, have you seen? Have you oh, have you seen oh, San gosh, Francisco? Get, getting close to bedtime. Guess we should wrap this part. Oh, and Kirk yeah. Cousins is like, I brought a pillow. Oh. 
Yeah. Ooh. So tired. Anybody like coffee? <laughs> hey, this party's just getting started. <laughs> you haven't had a single drink. Charades. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, you're talking about how owners are the best and we love them. They are the best and officials and sports bureaucrats. Everyone absolutely loves sports bureaucrats. Like Formula One, love it. Love it when, you know, for like 70 years in that sport, they were like, the drivers were like, I think it would be good if we were not on fire all the time. And FIA was like, eh, would it? Would it? Like, maybe you should have one doctor at the track. And they're like, yeah, doctors, they're just expensive. <laughs> Nobody. What do, you, what do doctors know of fire? What do doctors know about fire? That's not that's, a class in medical like school. Asking, that's like asking a firefighter to do surgery on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should, will we give firefighters some? Not enough. Yeah. I mean, really, it's when you think metaphor. about it, the heart, the heart is the original internal combustion engine, and there's plenty of mechanics on site already. I think we've got this whole covered thank you i just need volunteers in fireproof suits to stand by with one tiny fire extinguisher while people burn to death on live tv that's entertainment formula one this all is a way of saying this the pga um as an institution it's really existed in its current form for like 45 50 years it's it's not the pga uh is is in itself not the strongest central organizer i don't think anyone should have a lot of pity for anything they do because remember for a while they were operating as a non-profit for a long time the pga was operating as a non-profit which is sometimes something that sports do but they might be in serious trouble because foreign money uh, specifically from saudi arabia has blown the tour up overnight which I don't know why people are surprised at because the question when you go, well, why would they leave for money uh, given by a government that has, yes, killed political critics and opponents uh, without any sort of process at all, just did it. Um, Yeah, why would they leave? And you go, well, one, they're paying people $100 million. Two, golfers don't care. They They just absolutely do not care. And three, um, the part that I find actually funny is when they go, well, what about loyalty to the PGA? <laughs> like, would, would you die for this office park? <laughs> Look at this office park. <laughs> you worked here for 40 years at this office park. You owe it loyalty because it's a tradition. Like saying the PGA has This tradition. Staples is a family, god damn it. <laughs> Roswell George has done a lot for you. <laughs> you know, would you live and die for Tampa? <laughs> like, <laughs> someone would say yes. Yeah. Roswell George, that's what's that's the shit you say is when my moves to Ackworth. <laughs> yeah, how you, how, look at you made look at Roswell's face. You made Roswell cry. <laughs> Don't you feel like a shithead for moving to Dallas, Georgia? The human spirit shines a little less brightly inside this target today because of what you did <laughs> by moving to Ackworth. <laughs> yeah, when people say, like, what do you, what, how are you going to do, how could you do that to the sport of golf? Like, golf's a character, bearded and wise, sitting at the table, like, oh, par. Yeah, no, no one's, no one's going to do that. Golf showed up drunk on whiskey. Golf does not give a shit about any of this. Not one 
bit. Not a damn bit. Especially when dudes are being paid like uh, Phil Mickelson was paid. Uh, not seven figures. Not eight figures. But nine figures to leave. Nine. Nine. Uh, which, yes, there are valid arguments about how all of this is uh, blood money. About how all of this is coming from people who are attempting to sports wash uh, the regime of the House of Saud via the magic of sports, something that has happened in a number of Gulf states already. See, the World Cup. But I was thinking, of course, about the most important angle on all of this, which is how easy would it be to unravel college football? What sum is that? What does it take? Because I bet a football program would do it for way less than one singular Phil Nicholson did it. I think at one point we had worked out that it was canon that the Saudis had purchased the University of Texas and that we were shipping the Longhorns over there. They would, they would simply need other teams to play against. So I guess they could, they could take the SEC. How much would it cost to buy the SEC? I mean, it's a, mainly a question of TV rights, right? Like the current SEC TV contract in terms of rights, uh, let's see, the term is, as of 2024, will be $3 billion. Okay, so that's for one year. If the SEC made $3 billion a year, which is be buying NFL franchises. Not Washington's. No, no they'd be like, mm, pass. But it's profitable. Some things are worth more than profit. We have to burn down the stadium. So, so the tricky thing is that the way this has worked out in golf, it has not been simply like, oh, they throw a bunch of money and they get like, it's not just who that the money talks. It's that they are getting mostly players of like the Phil Mickelson caliber. Like this is not by no means. Do you look at this roster? and You're like, wow, these are like, and granted, by the time this comes out, this might all change. Um, it's not like oh the best the best golfers are signing up with this at least not at first so to me it's more of a question of like who can you convince that like hey man you deserve this you you've, you <laughs> you you've earned this you've so, so, earned this so, uh, so a school that used to be really good <laughs> a school that used to be really good still thinks highly enough of itself and is sort of like you know what that's an ex- the University of Miami is an excellent choice. I'm, yes. I'm throwing up the U. That's what immediately comes to mind. Um, the, the run is over, folks. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. ended 20 years ago. It's mm-hmm. time to cash in. Yeah. Uh, by the way, also, the, the total money that the SEC gets, if you want a target just for the SEC alone, yeah. and I think Miami is coming for significantly less than this because they're not an SEC school, and the ACC does not pull down this kind of money. The current intake per year for the entire conference is $300 million a year in television revenue. 300 mil. That's what, okay. the, that's what the ESPN deal, once we switch over and the CBS deal expires that's in 2024, yeah. that's what it's going to be. So, so that's just TV. So, that's, so the Saudis have to top that. Which, which, which by the way, just the total... To, just to broadcast... Yeah, total mo- total purse money right now for live is two hundred and fifty five mil, right? So, so they got it. 
yeah, that's purse money. That doesn't count all of the like broadcast shit. That doesn't count, you know, everything they're paying. Uh, by the way, their 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 main announcer right now is Arlo White, who you may remember from uh, Ted Lasso as the announcer at Ted Lasso. Arlo White is currently the main announcer for uh, Live Golf. So there's no telling what the fuck they're paying him if the purse money's two fifty five. It was nothing plucking Arlo White from the arms of the EPL. Let me see. What did they pay um, WWE? $50 million for each event. I mean, yeah. my, my first answer here is Houston. I think Houston, <laughs> everything about the, the sort of like booster structure there, everything about sort of the conference fluidity, Everything about just yeah, Dana and Houston is yeah. I think Houston is first on first one to sign up. First, school. I think you can count Nebraska in. Um, mm-hmm. They took sort of a leap, all right, and it hasn't been awesome. Um, and I think you know, there's like, do they want to go back and all that stuff? But it you can sort of sell it as a move forward to say we are we are proud to be the only school in. Saudi football to have won numerous national titles. Yes, yeah. So Houston checks one box, which is the golfer who's just like, hey, man, I got to feed my family. Like they were having a hard time doing that before. Nebraska checks the different box of golfer who's like, we're doing this for a principled reason. Hey, we're yeah, doing this because somebody yeah. has to stand up. They're the Greg Norman more. They've already and they've yeah. already done. They've already done this yes. when Nebraska saved college football. Yes, they already they already are out there, sort of being like the tyranny of the Big Ten has. <laughs> somebody has to stand up and say something. And there say, has to be there has to be an authoritarian strongman. Yes. yes, that's why we yes. decided to partner with. So yes. so like Miami is kind of the Phil Mickelson here, just cashing mm-hmm. in on a legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Someone um, has to take this check. I, I will take this check. I don't think the SEC would as a group. I think one school would, thinking like, "Oh, everybody else is going to do this." Uh, and I'm, South, I'm not. South Carolina is going to maybe again. South maybe South Carolina. I, I could see Tennessee doing it too. <laughs> I could see Tennessee being like, so "Yeah, if you we're, got if you got Miami, we're a program of the future." If you got Miami and you got Nebraska. Mm, autocorrect is suggesting Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, Nebraska, Tennessee, Houston. Those are those are also, the first four schools. It's Tennessee would go, well, we're currently under the thumb of one petrochemical family. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's the difference? Where, What's I mean, difference? what? Are we going to finish fourth in the SEC East <laughs> under a different one with better uh, towels, nicer stuff? Yeah, that's... I guess that's what we're doing now, yeah. So I think they're probably fine with the move. Yeah, we paid Jeremy Pruitt money because morals are really important. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you go across that Rubicon, they're like, "Well, hell, come on, mm-hmm. Satan, mm-hmm. get it, get in the passenger seat." Um, I think the Big Twelve is where you're going to see a lot of movement. Just well. the whole thing. More or less, yeah. <laughs> no, the whole yeah. thing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, that. You need a biggie. You need a current biggie because that's really what happened. Like Brooks Kepka joined this uh, this week after insisting that he was not going to join. So that's um, the other move. You need a school who's go- who will for months say like no trash, absolutely not. Then one day just flip flop out of nowhere. Yeah, and just go for it. Like you need yeah. a real top ten team because that's what that's what Kepka doing. 
yeah. uh, effectively means. Yes. So you need somebody who absolutely will do it, which is why so, I have I have okay. I have a pick, Jason. But you okay. can. I want to hear yours. I want to hear yours because I don't want to steal it. Okay. Ohio State's gonna go. Okay, that's not who I was okay. gonna say. But go no, ahead. Ohio State's gonna go because uh, remember they're bigger than individuals. They they're all about big institutions. How and is also... Ohio State not Bryson? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? Like Bryson. Bryson was like, "Yeah, we'll go. We hate everybody." I learned look... math right. just so I can get strong. <laughs> yeah, like Bryson and Ohio State are so similar because Bryson's like, "I'm going to live to 130 through workout and vitamins." Right, and everybody's Science. like, "Everybody's like, God, you're fairly annoying." And he's like, "That's the fucking. Po- that's right. Mid your head, bro." Yeah, I mean, live rent free, rent free, rent free. This is a baptism. It's just baptism, and you're being rude. Rent free, bro. Rent yeah. free. Like every, like every, and also like every Ohio State meathead, they have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Respond to my video. I'm gonna put it on YouTube. Yeah, they're going. That's that's okay. a done deal. They're okay. absolutely. So, Bryson. so who is the who is the Kepka then? If if Ohio State's the Bryson, who's the Kepka? So. You would have a, a, a school that this would be really appealing to would be one um, that is on the cusp of eliteness, mm-hmm. but is not going to be winning a national title in uh-huh. FBS. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a big brand, cash in the legacy, a lot of old titles, not going to be winning any new titles <laughs> ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and you're I not really tied, tied down <laughs> by current obligations. Sure. No one likes breaking yeah. contracts. Yep. Yep. So yeah. uh, We're talking about UMass people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Liberty, I was going toward Notre Dame, but Liberty would also have no qualms if you just want to scoop them up on the way. If you just if you just are looking for like who is the school who would like b- bemoan this until they flipped on it, it's definitely Notre Dame. Notre Dame would definitely be like, this is bad for the sport, and we don't condone it. And then also we'd sign a contract today. But we just happen to have so much money that we can spend on research or whatever. Mm-hmm. We can spend on yeah. integrity and whatever. Mm-hmm. Integrity mm-hmm. and real gold helmets made of solid gold. <laughs> that, like, just crumble. Just... <laughs> it's worth yeah. it! Just instant instant mega concussion, and they turn your head into, like, your, your head just scalds with a uh, gold helmet. Arizona State would sign up because, like, they might be on the way out of FBS as it is currently. So free, free road trip, mm-hmm. bro. Road trip. Road yeah, trip. Arizona they got State, beaches. Arizona State would be like, y'all got a compliance department? No? Hell. Yep. <laughs> Check. Yeah, we're down. Mm-hmm. They're 100% going. Oklahoma State's going. They're like, yeah, frack buddies. Let's roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know how this mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they they'll get they'll be like, can you put our hotel room on the ground floor? Why? So we can frack. Who's so the sun? Just... Who's the Sun Belt team that's going to live football? The Sun. <laughs> who's the Sun Belt team? Well, we need somebody who's already like well close to the petrochemical industry, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we need somebody who's probably all about that cash as well. Um, I think that points us in the natural direction of the Raging Cajuns or Texas okay. State. But I'm, I'm going to say Raging Cajuns because they'll be like, well, you know, we uh, we don't want to miss out. We're an ambitious program. Mm-hmm. And additionally, someone's going to have to run pipe for this thing. <laughs> Might as well be us. Uh, let's see. UConn will try. They will not be accepted. <laughs> no, we, we have misplaced your application, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You, UConn will get it. Uh, I'm also going to say that uh, the University of Florida will also go because, uh, you know, tax law. Tax law, that's why. Second best tax law program in the world. They'd mm-hmm. be like, hmm, there's definite advantages to this, so we got to offshore this program immediately. Every ACC team will to publicly float the idea and also have to back off of it. Like, they'll all fuck up the optics of it terribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the ACC's losing Miami, but otherwise they're going to make a lot of noise about, oh, our Olympic sports. We can't, you know, our la- lacrosse. We have to keep lacrosse. And eventually they're just like, no, you don't get it. We only there want will, football. There will be one confusing team. It'll be like Boston College. Is, and it'll be like, no, damn, that's not. Oh, fine. Miami said they needed a friend that they could beat up on. Sometimes can we? Uh, I think UNLV is pulling, is making the jump. They're like this is the weather's exactly the same. Oh, we for, we've for forgotten. We forgot one. UCF. Definitely. UCF is absolutely, Overnight. absolutely. Yeah, USF UCF is to... like we don't even think college is that real. Absolutely, we'll sign up for this. You kidding me? USF's going to try to hide in the cargo hold. They'll be expelled <laughs> by customs on arrival. Ew. <laughs> 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 Send UCF back <laughs> for contaminating their shores mm-hmm. with USF. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think most of the Big Ten will refuse. Come on, where's Louisville is pulling the trigger. They got no shame at all. No, yeah. none. Louisville's, Louisville. <laughs> Louisville's down for anything. No, Louisville, what, Louisville, what Louisville will do will be like, well, is Kentucky going? Because we're not going to Kentucky. <laughs> and no, Kentucky's going to be like. Kentucky's just going to unnecessarily hold out for too much money and be like, we were never Mm-mm. interested. Also, so. Kentucky, Kentucky's not going because coal is the future. They'll be like, hell no. <laughs> and all people know, we, we, West Virginia, we're staying for coal. Kentucky Good. be like, can we, can we stay in the basketball tournament? And they'll be like, I don't think that's it. Oh, no, fuck it. Absolutely no, no, not. no. Sorry, no. It's not a hoops league. Sorry. West Virginia's not going. That no. I am confident in. Not team, for, for a variety of reasons. Team coal. Team coal. That's why. Also, might not be able to leave the state, you know until some charges clear up um yeah by the way also going uh michigan is staying for sure michigan is 100 percent staying and they'll be real like <laughs> yeah about it right be, yeah they will, they will they will never stop letting you know that they stayed michigan will be like we're actually starting a new rival league and, and players have to pay to participate that's how <laughs> honest it is mm-hmm. Michigan State responds by leaving. Be like, yeah. Michigan, you invented intramurals. What are you so proud of right now? Yeah. Wisconsin's not going because they're like, they don't drink. <laughs> don't also, drink over ha- there. Also, it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's hot over there and they don't drink. It's so, it's so hot. Where mm-hmm. am I gonna get my where am I gonna get my kegs? Also, I just mm-hmm. got like I got like three deer in the fridge in the garage. I gotta go through those, you know. They'll go bad if I leave for too long. So I uh, got to work through those chops. Can I bring my deer? <laughs> yeah. Can I bring my uh, venison? No? All right. I bagged an, elk, bagged an elk out in Montana with my uncle, and uh, it's real tasty. Sorry. You guys are going to have to do this on your own. We'll just whoop up on Michigan for you guys. That's right. Uh, UCLA will do it. <laughs> Sight unseen. Just gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> UCLA will be like, we need anything. Any good press. <laughs> or bad press or press at all. It doesn't matter. It's just so people can remember us. Uh, yeah. Central Arkansas is down, as established mm-hmm. during during the plague season. Central Arkansas mm-hmm. is down to play anyone, anywhere. Purdue, their only hope being a space victory in this game, is definitely going to do it because they need the money to send the football team to Alpha Centauri and win. 
because remember, Purdue's not about winning football games. It's because they're playing a giant game of civilization. It's about fleeing the earth. It's forever. about fleeing. It's Purdue football, fleeing the earth in this <laughs> cursed stadium forever. Who do we most want to like? Also, they have to beat Ohio State. That's the other thing they have to do. They have to follow Ohio State to the other end of the world and beat them there. Is there a school you want to like force to attend, like Harvard? Just like make Harvard do it. <laughs> yeah, which school do we? Harvard would be Yale would be funnier because <laughs> <laughs> you because you weren't Harvard. Yeah, I would do that. Send send Yale football to do it, and additionally, so they can uh, so they can start scouting their future war crimes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. They're like, listen, we need money. For, we need more money for crimes. That's what we need. It's like, look, we're going to be lobbyists for you in like six years anyway. We might as well <laughs> yeah. get to know each other early. It's fine. It's relationship building. It's networking. It's really, it's really networking. <laughs> the value of a Yale degree <laughs> in action. Just the Bush family locker room, right? <laughs> uh, Iowa's not going. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely not going. No. Yeah, just because inertia, they're just like, no, seems busy. Mm-hmm. No, we do we do things one way here, one way. Our goal is <laughs> to win a Big Ten championship. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Not a Middle East championship, <laughs> a Big East championship. <laughs> uh, when, when, when are they going to do that? Saudi Arabia's exports, of course, uh, at large, it's dominated by oil stuff, uh, plastics, organics, chemicals, um, boats, uh, other chemicals, pearls. Aluminum. I'm not seeing corn on this list. So, yeah, sorry. I, how can we trust these folks? So the other thing this will do that, that the Golf League has not is it's going to put a lot of uh, representatives and senators into awkward positions where they're like, of course I support live football. They're in my district. <laughs> I guess that's the other reason Miami is going, because there's a live. Yeah. <laughs> it's a club! Kind of. <laughs> eh. Kind of. This club kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. This club's a little different. Yeah, they, they, they kill people. They kill- actually, that would be the Miami thing. You know, they kill people who disagree with them and actually murder them. They'd be like, what a Chad move. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> So fucking sick. So the other other thing you need is you need structural differences because, like, live golf compared to PGA golf, you know, PGA golf has a cut. It's Mm -hmm. very funny because I texted Spencer this. Phil Mickelson has been on this, like, oh, you know, I've taken a lot of time off and really taking care of myself, whatever. Missed the cut by eight strokes at the U.S. (laughs) Open. (laughs) Fuck you. Yep. Um, But live golf, there's no cut. They're only playing 54 holes instead of 72. Like, it's a guaranteed payout. It's a much like low. So what are the changes you are making in live football that are appealing to teams, not just beyond the like huge money thing? My first one. Yeah. Remember live golf plays 54 holes, not 72. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. playing three quarters. Yeah. Only playing yeah. three quarters. Got to win the third quarter. Can't wait till the fourth. Yeah, that works. Uh, I feel like guaranteed bowl games. So you said that teams. and now, now Michigan's reconsidering. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be hasty. Man, you just doubled Todd Grantham's salary right there. It's like three quarters. <laughs> yeah, there's all, yeah, it also it also only goes to third down, so there you mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could happen. Damn it. Yeah, and you know this you know who's not going? Alabama. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nick Saban's like, no, I will continue my reign of hell. Oh no, the Alabama thing is to not do it for five years and then the la- then it then do it. And yeah, then and, just and immediately then dominate the league. Not do it for five years, and then Saban says, oh, well, I guess if everyone else does his usual public performance and mm-hmm. then goes and mops everyone up. I, actually, I think the Alabama thing is starting a, a satellite school and winning with, with that satellite school. So you send UAB to win live football for you. Develop talent, yeah, because it wouldn't affect their eligibility. Ooh, yeah, that's how they're going to do it. Eighth-year seniors playing for Alabama. The, yeah. The other thing I'm confident would happen here, uh, because it's kind of what's happening with the PGA so far, is like the NCAA will make no attempt to address any concerns that are propped up, real or otherwise. They'll just be like, well, I think this is just proof that we're doing things the rightest way compared to the Saudis, don't you think? (laughs) We have formed a tentative inaugural (laughs) committee to begin exploring whether we should launch an exploratory referendum project to commence TBD. (laughs) I think I got something that wraps this all up, by the way. We just want to do it. Alabama Mm -hmm. doesn't. This sparks UAB and Auburn to leave. They go play over there. Paul Bryant's plan comes together. He shutters UAB and Auburn while they're out of town. Thus, Alabama finally unites the kingdom, the Yellowhammer kingdom, <laughs> becomes the only school in there. We'll also get USA in there just in case. We'll just get South South Alabama, uh, maybe Troy too, right? Just send the whole state there. They'll be like, well, Alabama, that's so nice of you. You let us go. When they're gone, they're like, take their keys. Change the locks. These are all University of Alabama satellite <laughs> schools. One ring to rule them all. <laughs> National titles forever. So just see the plan here, okay? I'm going to wrap it all up in one bow here, okay? Paul Bryant the third, dog tracks, the UN, mm-hmm. the Saudis, okay? Mm-hmm. Texas A&M football, Hormel Foods. Mount Ararat. Mount Ararat, Noah's Ark, and my wife's boyfriend, Steve, again. There we go. There's one reason Texas A&M wouldn't leave. Hmm. <laughs> If 50 schools jump ship, that makes it easier to claim a national championship. <laughs> Whatever stuff you Eight, five. Not even Number eight, one. five. It'd be like seven, three, and two. Be like. Going back to time. We're going back to 1910s records. One team's five, oh, and one. One team is 11 and six. <laughs> we beat we, we beat two high schools and a veterinary college. We beat a, a, we beat a, a dentist convention and a YMCA. <laughs> and the Utah Jazz. Listen, if it had been about burpees, that CrossFit gym would have won. But I'm sorry, boys. This is football. <laughs> we play sports, not exercise.